Good evening, and welcome to the Elite Dynasty Podcast. I am your host, Eric Rondon, along with my two co-hosts this week, Chad Patterson. Hello. And Addison Elko. Happy birthday, Chad. Thank you. Chad, happy birthday, man. I appreciate that, guys. I really do. That's awesome. It means a lot. It's awesome. So if, if you didn't know, um, Chad actually just celebrated his birthday as of last night. It was actually very nice. Um, we actually went out for a nice dinner together. Um, we watched the football games, which mm-hmm. ended up being a decent game. It wasn't great, but it was a good game at least. It was mm-hmm. a good game. Mm-hmm. Last, well, last minute heroics at that the end. That game was pretty awful. But the last minute heroics were cool. At least it was a, it was a game. I, got, I messaged someone today. I'm like, I love football. I'll always watch football. But maybe we don't need Thursday football. Like, the games are really bad. Like, I love it, because it gives me, like, a nice, what is like, a holding point. Yeah. For me, it holds me over until Sunday. Yeah. Because I, I think it was the first week, because I'm not used to football being back. Someone messaged our group chat. It was, like, Wednesday, like, I got Hopkins tomorrow. I was like, holy shit, there's football again tomorrow. Yeah. Like, yeah. it feels like we just had Monday night, and so it's cool. I like that for that, but the games are pretty low quality. They are notoriously bad. So the issue with Thursday Night Football for me is not the fact that the games are bad, mm-hmm. not the fact that football's on. It's... The emotional attachment that I want to be invested in the game, mm-hmm. and that I will literally have to fight the urge to play a worse uh, on the player same. I, I hate on having Thursday. No I I legitimately had to talk myself out of starting Jeremy Hill. I was talking everyone, asking. I wanted one person to say, "Hey, you should start Hill," so I could start him. Yeah, yeah. That's what I wanted to do, and I didn't want to start him. I know he was going to do bad. He had what three points, but that's that's my one issue with Thursday Night Football. Okay, that's a fair issue. It's a fair issue. That that really doesn't bother me. I I because well, I have no willpower. I have none. I tend to always forget that. Thursday night games are bad for some reason. Yeah. Like, I've been reminded the last... Well, actually, the first week was cool. First Thursday night game with the Patriots. That's true, but that wasn't, that, was awesome. that wasn't on the... the Not the E, but like that wasn't after they just played Sunday. Like they had the whole offseason to, to rest. True. So yeah. that's like that's true. the stretches you're going to be. These are like... They should be resting and not yeah. be playing. But besides Thursday, football being disaster, we're going to have a special birthday episode. And what you do on birthdays is you drink... We do, so, we do. Well, I, we don't, I don't drink. Okay, so me and Eric will drink. Yes. And while Chad watches. Well, Chad uses meth. Okay, yeah, meth. I got my math nice, right here. Yeah, nice mm-hmm. meth. That's good. You got a good deal, I heard. It was a great deal. It was yeah. uh, $40 for a sixth. Yeah. No, it's a good deal. Of that blue. Great deal. Great of deal. That, that blue. Walter Blue. That Walter Blue. That yeah. Sapphire. So we got three shot glasses in front of us. We're going to attempt to do a shot every 10 or so minutes until the podcast's conclusion. And just kind of look back after this is done and see how bad our takes got throughout the episode. Oh yeah, I will uh, have the timer be up on my phone. Okay. Or will we get better? We could get better. We could get better. We could be more loose. But you know, we're going to celebrate Chad's birthday and celebrate it with everyone listening together. Except they probably won't be drinking when they're listening. But hopefully they are. No, they'll find it a lot less funny than we will, but... I know, we're going to think this is genius and everyone's going to be like, that was your worst like, That was the worst ever. podcast. We're going to lose 100%. all of our league listeners. Trainer's going to quit the league. That's okay. Well, not just Trainer, the rest of the league. <laughs> All right, well, 30, I don't know. 33% chance of the Trainer. I don't know why Tiz is the first person to pop into my head, but somebody's quitting the league. All right, um, so I've set the alarm for 9.30. It's okay. now 9.18, so we can either wait two minutes, or we can just do them now. Let's just do I one. think we should do it now because we, we delayed it with the start of the podcast. We didn't yeah. introduce ourselves. So, okay. Chad, happy birthday. Here's shot number one. Thank you. Someone and click. we'll keep track throughout the episode. All right, not that bad. Not that bad. No, one down as long Ooh. as the episode goes to go. All right. Stings like the dickens. Just like to say I'm chasing that shot with kombucha tea. Kombucha tea. I'm chasing it with Coke. All right, so Eric, you got, some, you got some news and notes? I do, and I would love to go over them. So this week, news and notes, obviously a lot happened. 
week one in the NFL. But really going to focus on some of the major injuries because they have a lot of impact on fantasy football. Now, the first major one uh, impacts our very own Addison Elko, and that's the downfall of Allen Robinson. Unfortunately, he went down mid-game with a torn ACL, only put up, I think, 1.5 points, if, if I'm correct, or maybe one, um, which is not ideal. But he's actually now lost for the season, uh, full torn ACL, and it's really unfortunate because everyone is expecting him to have a good year. With Fournette, you think that some lanes open up, Bortles takes another step as a passer because he has less put on him because Fournette has literally got 19 carries mm-hmm. in the first half, which is obscene. Mm-hmm. Um, they do have still other receivers on the roster, which I didn't actually realize until I looked it up that D. Westbrook is on IR. Yeah, he I is. had no idea. Yeah. Um, so Westbrook's on IR, so you assume Lee and Hearns are the one-two. Not ideal. To me, that just spells even more volume for Fournette. I think will be the biggest... I agree change i mean they were already going to pound the rock with them but yeah i agree with you that a rob i thought this was going to be not like his two year ago season but a, a better a more efficient year from him just having not going to get triple teamed every time and they mm-hmm. knew they're going to be in passing situations because they're always down now with Fournette, they control the clock a little bit more and you saw the first game they won and it was a nice uh, maybe not balance attack but Bortles didn't throw 40 times and that's never good it's never good even if you have rogers let alone someone like blake Bortles throwing the ball so I thought it was going to be good for Robinson. It, it, for me, it's it's not devastating. I, it ruined my day. I couldn't appreciate the Cowboys game. I was just sulking because this came a couple weeks after Meredith went down, who I also had high ups for. So my once deeper bench is a little depleted now, and uh, it's, I'm going to try to make a trade or just hope one of my other guys pans out for me to make a push for the title. But it definitely changes a little bit. Along with other injuries, we'll talk about the landscape of the the fan our fantasy league for sure, and probably in any fantasy league really. Definitely, and I also I had him in one of my three leagues too because you know people are notoriously low on him, especially after a down year last year. Um, but I thought that this year he would turn it around, like you said, with the additions of Fournette. Um, yeah, the quarterback situation is still what it used to be, but you know, I, I think that team's kind of was kind of putting it together on the defensive side and on the offensive side. And I, I thought that that could definitely help. Defense looked great. Exactly. Defense looked phenomenal. Yeah, I think they're kind of coming together cohesively as a team. And I think A-Rob was going to prosper from that. So, you know, it sucks that he goes down, but that's what happens in football. So you you were on record stating that it's unfortunate that Alan Hearns and Marquise Lee are the number one and two receiver, which <laughs> it's 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 understood. I feel the same also, way. Also, look out for Keelan Cole, deep sleeper. So as as I was about to start speaking, um, their number three and four are Keelan Cole, a rookie at, a rookie out of Kentucky Wesleyan, Aurelius Ben, the seven year journeyman, <laughs> awesome oh, God. And Max McCaffrey, who I've never heard of before, Max but McCaffrey. he's a, a second-year guy at a Duke. Not your ideal one through five no, wide receivers. No, no, not your no. ideal. I mean, Marquis, so Marquis Lee coming out had profiled as a number one. Obviously did not pan out. Way too many injuries, and he's just a big boomer bust guy. We'll see. Maybe he puts it together this year. Maybe this is the year. He's not, he's not injured yet. He was injured, but he's finally back. Put Yeldon in the slot. Why not? So question for you, that. too, since I'm an A-Rob owner. And I've already gotten one pathetic offer from A-Rob. I think most people know I don't want to move him. But Eric actually proposed something interesting to me. So do you, if you were me, Chatter, Eric, I kind of know your answer. Do I hold him? And with Meredith on my IR, you know, hope I can hit on a bench guy, maybe trade, you know, one of my worst first for a flex guy. 
Or what Eric said, trade A-Rob for someone like a Brandon Cooks or one of an upper wide receivers so I can win now, maybe trade him to a team that doesn't need to win now, kind of swap receivers, and I get someone that can benefit me now over over A-Rob in the future. I guess, I mean, I can see both sides of the coin. If you can flip A-Rod and something for Brandon Cooks, I'd say 100% do it. I mean, I'm super high in Brandon Cooks. Yeah, I mean, I, I just love I love Cooks. That's it. Um, it. It depends on the receiver for me. If it it's... does depend on the receiver. If you if you can get value from A-Rob that's like a stud receiver, I think you should do it. Yeah. I Why feel not like field offers? It depends on the receiver. I haven't really considered trading him. So that just came up literally like 10 minutes ago or 15 minutes ago because um, I spoke about how I was trying to acquire Cook Cooks. And uh, just to get myself another player, possibly trading Eric's 19 first away. But then he was just like, well, I'll just trade A-Rob. And I never really even thought about doing that. The one thing I will bring up, I think this is his contract year. So he'll be a free agent yeah, this 20, year. 2014, yep. So for me, if he moves, if they let him go or he gets traded, there is a few spots where the situation isn't as ideal. Mm-hmm. But I feel like his value, pending on location, could be way higher. Because I think the only knock on him... It's not going to be, as, I mean, you can say injury, but that wasn't before, is the quarterback situation. And if he goes to a situation where the quarterbacks, and most would say would be better than Bortles, so that isn't hard to do, is going to be even higher than what it was. So I think, for me, that might it's be a fair worth, argument. That might be worth holding on yeah. to just to see where he may end up and his value can be even higher from there. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't dispute that. I mean, I just personally, we were discussing Cooks, and I was, I'm was i obsessed with Cooks. I love him. That's why. But, uh, yeah, like I said, it depends on the receiver. Yeah, yeah he, he I think looked you should throw it out game. there and see what you can yeah. what you can get back. Would you do like a – I mean, I don't know if he would do this, but would you do like an A-Rob in your first for Amari? Yeah. Right? I don't think Greg would ever do that. No. I don't think he would either, no. but something no. something kind of like that. He may that. take Eric's first for that, but I don't know if I'd want to give up that for Amari. I don't, I, mean, even, I don't even know if he would do that because he's trying to win. That's true. That he's, would hurt. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, you losing Amari is devastating. So, okay, so in a bubble, though, that... In a bubble, it's fair trade. Like a top... Well, I mean, we don't know what your team's going to be, but say like a top three, 19 first, and a for Cooper. For Cooper. Yeah. In a bubble, I think it's fair. It's just win now. I don't yeah, think I don't he think has a Yeah, exactly. No. If, if, say, Ridge had a Rob, he, well, maybe he won because he's rebuilding. You need like a middle that... Like a Rob. Like, he's not necessarily in rebuild mode, but mm-hmm. he's in a position where he may try to acquire a good first yeah and the one thing i can say to rob is you should probably give me two seconds for stafford um definitely because dalton does not look good um <laughs> moving on to the next item um probably a bigger injury a, a much bigger injury i just started alan robinson the bi- the first maybe the biggest up. injury yeah. it's easily the biggest injury. yeah um david johnson pick 101 in dynasty and startups this year already in the hall of fame in his rookie year david johnson <laughs> goes down with an injury as well and he's out until at least december not a, not ideal not Especially you have pick one or two, you're taking David Johnson. You're you're not in a good position right now. No. Because you're getting the back end of that second round and third exactly. round. Exactly. You're not getting the, the quality talent that you need, and now you need to scramble. you got to figure something out. And in this case, there's a couple options. So they've re-signed Chris Johnson. You have Kerwin Williams there. Um, you have Andre Ellington. Andre Ellington. You have TJ Logan coming off of IR midseason. You have some options, but it's, it's going to be a running back by committee. It's just a matter of which guy you want to take the shot on. I, I don't know. I think at this point it has to be Kerwin Williams. It's going to get the first shot. It's going to get the first shot at it. Whether he succeeds or not, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. He's going to get the first shot at it. Now this, Rodgers will make the playoffs because he still had um, Cooks, right? He has, uh, I mean, David Cook. Or yeah, no, he has McCaffrey. McCaffrey, He has yeah. McCaffrey. He traded for the Crow. 
he has players to make he's got not Bell. not necessarily to make up for it. We, yeah, but this definitely hurts his title chances because he was that he had the two headed monster of the top two running backs in the league. Yeah, and obviously losing one's huge. So we already saw him squeak out of a win week one. He's not favored to win week two. It'll be interesting interesting to see if the defending champ has a shot to defend his title. I watched Kerwin Williams go in one of my other dynasty and Dino's league go for one hundred dollars waiver budget out of two hundred dollar waiver wow. budget. One hundred dollars. Maybe karma for the A Rob thing. I all because Elijah Hood got put on practice squad, I dropped Elijah and picked up Kerwin just on like a whim. And now he could we'll see how this week two plays out, but he can be an easy flex starter for me every week. absolutely. If he beats out, if if he shows he's a superior to Ellington, but like I said, it's probably going to be a committee. Ellington will probably be the passing down guy. But i got to assume any goal line, if they can even get to the goal line, will be... Yeah, Carson, Carson Palmer looked like he's over the hill. I hate to say it because he's one of my favorite players of all time. Mm-hmm. I love Carson Palmer. And he, he looks like he's finally done. Yeah. Admittedly, I know nothing about Kerwin Williams' running style. I don't know either. He's just a smaller... He's a smaller back. He's a small back? He's a sm- he's, I mean, he's, not, he's a little thicker, but he's just a little smaller. Okay. I mean, we talked about it before that... You know, lat- he, play, he played for the Cardinals before they drafted David Johnson. I feel like I feel like he was. He? he was I've there. never he heard got of him some, until He got David some Johnson run. Again. I'm actually going to look at him now. I think he was drafted the year maybe before David Johnson. Okay. Because like there was there was talk about it. Not as a great player. He just filled in because I don't. Andre Ellington would always get hurt. Right. Um, Chris Johnson always got hurt. He mm-hmm. he played. Like I remember picking him up off waivers a couple years ago. Okay, look him up. Look What's up. the next uh, point you got there? Um, so the next actually item that we're going to talk about is Chad. We're going to let you run with this one because. Here's your boy. Kareem. Kareem Hunt explodes onto the scene. So now he took advantage of an injury as well with Spencer Ware, which we, we've well gone over. Um, I destroyed Spencer Ware's career. Um, <laughs> Kareem Hunt explodes onto the scene against a very good Patriots team. What did he put up? 246 yards? All-purpose yeah, or rushing? All-purpose. All all pur- 246 all-purpose yards. On the main yards. stage. The main first stage. Game. First game uh, of the season. First game of his career. And against the Patriots. like and against, he, Not a daunting defense, but... The Super Bowl of champions. You, you might as well like the next biggest stage is AFC Championship Super Bowl. Yeah. Like that that's I, what you did. No, that's it, literally what you did. Right. And it was it was awesome to watch. It was a blast to watch. It it was amazing. And it it made me so happy because it's it's such a huge, huge part of my rebuild if he actually maintains his RB one status. You know? Um receiving, didn't drop any balls. He had the first fumble of the of the the game, his yeah, first rush was like a nine-yard run, run and a fumble, and I was like, "Oh no, I'm gonna bust on my first round pick." Oh no! And Shots. so before we go on further, that's the first shot alarm that we we're going to have this every ten minutes. So we're going to take a second shot. That's why I said maybe every twenty minutes, maybe every fifteen minutes. We can't minutes. back out now. We can't back out now. We do have to well, do it. Usually... It's going to be devastating. Right. Um, cheers. So cheers, guys. I'm already starting to slur. I'm sweating my. Like- it's <laughs> not cold. Okay, so before we continue, um, so I, we were correct. So it wasn't. Uh, it was two years before David Johnson got drafted. He was selected in the seventh round of the 2013 draft. He's five eight, 198 pounds. Okay. Um, so he's not the biggest. Right, he's back, not the biggest back. No. But it, he honestly, when he does come in, he doesn't play. He's not a bad running back. Like he, he's definitely yeah, he had, serviceable. He had a touchdown week one. He's absolutely serviceable. Um, but going back to Hunt. So, we're going to talk about all the matchups, all the good players, blah, blah, blah. But the reason we put Hunt on here, because I think within the Dynasty community, this has become one of the most polarizing players right now. Absolutely. So, you have people tweeting, you know, 
like exaggerating the fact that it's been one game and I think me and Eric are on the same page and I understand if you're a Hunt owner why you'd be on the other side of the coin of you can't trade anything for Kareem Hunt at this point. It is untradeable. He is the piece and off one game to me is crazy. And I'm with you, Eric. You said it. If there's any time to trade somebody, it's now. Because it was almost like when Zeke got drafted and he put up an amazing rookie year, so maybe that wasn't the case. But people thought he's never going to have more hype than he has now. He might as mm-hmm. well just deal him. And it's hard when you have him because it's like, if I don't have him, then who am I going to get that's that's better? But holy crap, the Kareem Hunt train is Unbelievable. Well, he's crazy. a Hall of Famer. He's just in the Hall of so Famer. So I'm not going to trade a Hall of Famer. Never right. even, I mean, how, we were naming guys, and I don't know on the top of my head, that have had really, really good one-year stints as a running back, and it's not a position that's guaranteed a longevity of success just because of one year. Because you can get hurt. It's just, who? I mean, who were you saying before? Um, I mean, the first two that popped in my head were Zach Stacy and Trey Mason. They had one year. They had a lot of volume. They put up fantasy points. If you're not actually watching the game and you just see the fantasy points, you're like, hey, this is awesome. Yeah, but they didn't break records in their first game. Well, you know that's not going to be sustainable. I, but... I, I know that, and I, under, I, I understand what you're saying, but for me, it's more about my situation. If I was win now, I would be way more prone to sell Kareem Hunt high. But I'm not, and I'm, I'm way more prone to take a chance on someone like him that who knows could end up being the next David Johnson. I'm not saying that he is, and I'm not saying that he will be David Johnson, but the opportunity is there. Yeah, it's fair for you. So, like, if hypothetically I selected him over Kamara and I had him, I'd be looking to deal him. It would I, make more sense for you to yeah, trade him because I have, have the depth that I can get. So the hypothetical we threw at the bar, not even really. I don't know if you were targeting me for whatever reason. Is like, uh, no, no, I was, I was, I was using you guys because you guys were talking. So, so the this hypothetical is why. It just came to. I was like, this is awesome. Is a Rob and Dez for Kareem Hunt. And the poll was actually kind of close. It was only 40 votes, but I thought it was... You have two proven people in the NFL. Both warrant firsts. You know, both have their pedigree. Versus a guy who has one game. What was it? What was the percentage? It, it was, was like, like 58 to 42. Who won? A-Rob and Dez. A-Rob and Dez. But not as close. I mean, I thought it was going to be like 80-20. But that just proves the community... It's split. They but are. for you, I mean, does it make sense... I mean, would it make sense to have A-Rob and Dez? I mean, yeah, why wouldn't you want those two? But I get where you're coming from. It's just... It does. It depends on what situation you are in your league. Depending on who... You know, where you drafted them and what kind of team you are. That's my rationale. I'm also down on both those players besides... Well, actually, now I'm down on A-Rob because he tore his ACL. If it fine. was like... If it was like a Cooks and like... Another solid receiver, I would consider it way more. But how many so, how right, many so individual uh, players would you trade straight up for him? Like David Johnson. Yeah. Bell. Yeah, Zeke. Zeke. Um, Amari. I'm gonna just fall a little bit further because you know you're gonna do the top five. I don't know if I do Amari. Like that's crazy. Beckham. Dude. I know. Beckham probably. Okay. A B definitely. Jordy. Not Jordy. Julio. Probably. Dat? Mm, All right, so th- I think from, that's the line. I think Fre- Freeman for Hunt straight up. What do you do? I think he's like, yeah, I think there's maybe like eight or nine guys that I would go straight up for. Mike Evans? Probably. Okay. So you're not that crazy. I'm not that so you're, crazy. So, you're, but... so right now you're saying that Hunt is going to be a... All right, so I'll make a bet with you. Do you think as of next year, Hunt will be a, a round one startup pick? such a long bet. I, why don't you just make, I know, it's... Just make a bet now if he's going to be an RB1. 
I don't like that. I want to. I want to see if he's actually going to get drafted. Because, like I said, if if we're making those trades, you're you're assuming like obviously in a bad. There's a lot that could happen in the year, but you're assuming he's going to be a round one startup pick for dynasty and redraft next year. At this point in time, yes. I'll make that bet with you. What do you want to bet? It's up to you. I'll do whatever you want. Fourteen team league. All right. So yeah, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you the extra two spots. Yeah. Fourteen team league, first round startup pick. I don't not think Kareem Hunt will be a first round startup pick. All right, so I'll bet you Fireball. I'll bet you a handle of Fireball. Ooh, all right, it's a good bet. All right, cool. Pleasure. It's a win for me because I get to cop whoever gets it. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's gonna be solid. All right, so <laughs> awesome, awesome bet. Um, I, I, I think Kareem Hunt will have a good season. I just don't think it'll be good enough for to warrant a number one. That's yeah. fair, and you're, you guys are probably right. Well, I think it's you're a great pick. Right. Like, good for you still. I'm at eleven or thirteen. I mean, but it's just it, it's the hype. And I hope he's, you know, so because I was I was ve- I'm very high I was very high on Hunt coming out like I, I still say he should have been a top ten pick yeah I'm surprised Hunt. you're betting against this he's very good but I just I just think the hype it needs to settle down I think he's going to be and I agree with you I think I, I think I he should be a top three to round I, I I agree where he went before he blew up in this thing I agree that the third fourth round is a perfect spot for him to go like a you rookie mean like when when West went down exactly was, yeah. yes right when he started going there I think that's perfect I think right now I mean where sorry. Yeah, I, I think it's it's crazy, but we'll see. I mean, I could I think, obviously. See, I think it'd be a different story if you had him. If you owned Hunt, it'd be a different well, no, story. I feel I, like no, he'd well, be I, in tra- I would have traded him immediately. Yeah, he would have been already dealt. For like Greg would have reached I out to me, and I would have gave him for like a third. Jordy or Nelson. Yeah, or it would have been Jordy and like a first. It would have been terrible, <laughs> and I would have regretted it for the rest of my life. But we'll move it's on. It's it's a good argument to have. It really is, and I think it depends a lot on the situation. I mean, this is our third year, fourth year in the league. I don't remember a player like this that. After one game or even like a couple half a season is like well David Johnson David Johnson exploded yeah but he was in a he was in the Hall of Fame at, yes he was he was in the Hall of Fame after his first game because he had all the touchdowns it was like the return the the catching the I thought he ha- like ended half the season like exploded and then the following season is when he exploded well no he because the, fir- the after the first game he was literally con- he was in it Kenton because he had the <laughs> the touchdown what was it it was a return it was I don't a even rush remember. it was a catch. It, he literally did everything. All right. I mean, maybe maybe I'm just I'm losing my mind. I I may have been getting it confused. I don't know now. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, David Johnson is ridiculous. Um, so moving down the list, <laughs> Kevin White. <laughs> At this point, I feel so bad. I mean, I get it. Like you were finally poised for a breakout. You go through the depression. Like they try to have to coach you back up. And then you just have a broken collarbone. You can't you can't prep for a broken collarbone. Just That's just an unfortunate hit. It's just unfortunate. It's just really unfortunate. And he's going to be out for pretty much the entire season with a broken collarbone. I think he is officially out for the entire season. Is it? Will, will he ever play football again? I think he will. And I think now, honestly, is that to be honest, I think now is the time to buy him because you could probably get him for like a third. To be I completely don't know if honest, I'd give a third for him. I would give a third for Kevin White. Yeah, I don't want him. him. I honestly was offering like a future first for him. Like, so was I. The and Ridge was like, no, I want two firsts at least. Yeah. Ridge was completely... I did the same exact thing. I was like, okay, I'll give one first for Kevin White. This is great. Just going back, not to sidetrack him. Yeah. His rookie year, he didn't do anything through week nine. Really through week 12. I, th- I thought he had it week one. No. Week one, he didn't play. Week two is uh, 42 yards. Then come week 12, I mean 13, he had 99 yards, 92, 187 and three TDs. That's when he exploded late. That, so that's all right. That's it was, what it was. It was thought, 2015. It was he exploded, and then we're like, "All right, who's this David Johnson guy?" Yeah. And then 16 was just the best year of all no, time. No, that's fair. But moving on. I'm so already starting to lose my mind. It's crazy. Someone's doing better than teacher. I mean, 
Hunt had 246 in three TDs. Is, yeah, is, not... is Hunt about to have the 2005 Sean Alexander season? I don't know. We'll, we'll find. All right, I'll trade you 2005 Sean Alexander for Hunt. I mean, other way around. You give me 2005 Alexander, I'll give you Hunt. You don't have 2005 Alexander to give. Don't worry about it. So back to Kevin White. Um, just really unfortunate. I would give a third for Kevin White in a heartbeat. I would not. I don't, I, don't want, I don't want Kevin. Who cares? Kevin what, what am I saying? I'm taking, had taking sickle cell John Brown, or I'm taking a first round pick. Too much risk. I drafted Meredith. And I thought he was a better receiver over Kevin White. It's so. way too much risk for a third round pick. But sucks for Ridge and his, rather, his, you know, elite rebuild he has going on, and blah blah blah. It was a little satisfying to see this happen. Well, speaking of Ridge, he had Docs and Duet zero catches. Yeah, well, that doesn't surprise me as much. He's going to be slow. He's, he's basically a rookie. I consider him a rookie this year. I mean, if you're healthy, you should have at least a catch in your first game, don't you think? Um, yeah. Let's look at Laquan Treadwell. Well, Laquan Treadwell sucks. Yeah, that's a horrible <laughs> comparison. He doesn't suck. All right. Let's take another shot. What do we have right now? Half an hour? This is minutes. number three, yeah. 25. Because exactly, we didn't start right away, so this is shot three going on to the third set of ten minutes. I feel like I've been talking for a while. I'm just three players. Uh. <laughs> okay. No, so I, I would absolutely give Kevin White for a third. Um, that's that's fine. I, I obviously get the point. Um, so it's a, it's unfortunate, devastating loss for the Bears because he was finally primed to. And Meredith is gone. And so Meredith's just, gone. So now you have what Deontay Thompson and Kendall Ryan company. Kendall Ryan, not Ew, good. Fucking not Tariq good. Cohen. Tariq Cohen, man. I hate Tariq Cohen. That was a, that was a one thing. I gave Itzler props for those pit the Gallman and Cohen picks at the end, and it it ended up working out for him. I'm happy with it. Um, <laughs> not not sorry, Colin. <laughs> we love you, it. Um, so moving on, another injury too um, for another guy who is getting a lot of hype coming into the season um, as like a late round value pick is Danny Woodhead because of the situation with the Ravens. He's now out for season, I believe, as well. It's like six weeks, yeah, six, six eight or eight weeks. six six to eight but weeks. You, conceivably, if you have him in a read, a dynasty, you may hold on to him, but redraft. No, you, you can't you expect him to come back yeah. and whatever, but. I think he had like seven points on that drive. He got hurt. Well, that's like, that's what he does. He I just know. accumulates a little check down catches, and he he was already showing like holy crap, this is why I got him. And then, yeah, he was going to be a good start for Dooch. And then not non contact. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. He's like thirty four too. I mean, yeah, it's not it's is, not ideal. Is, are his days numbered too? I mean, I would say so. I think he'll get a shot somewhere else. I don't think he'll do anything with it. What do you get for him? I, I, him, I don't go after in Dynasty. See, you go after Kevin White, but not Danny Wood. Yeah. yeah, because Kevin White was a top 10 pick, well, Kevin and he's 25. Like yeah. Danny Wood had his 34, and he's on his way out. But Danny Wood has actually produced in the NFL. Absolutely, but I'm, I'm saying... The, I, would the, say, I would equally take a shot at Woodhead over White. I think I would, That's too. shocking to me. I think I would, too. All right. That's fine. But, um, you know, that caused waiver wire, darling... Um, what's his face? Buck, Buck Allen. Allen. Well, yeah, but there, so there's a lot of options there now. So Ter- Terrence West was the guy coming in. You kind of like him. He's He was never a bad running back. He's just a child. He's legitimately a child, and that's what he was on Cleveland, too. He's easy to rattle him, easy to get in his head, because he thought who he was, because he came from Towson. Great. Um, other guys that you want to target? Campanero. Looking at... God, Campanero. Um, I, picked, I, I picked him up just on a run update. The injury report it's again. not a bad move. Again. Did he? Oh, God yeah. damn it. He's always hurt. Because they all, they also picked up they that. also picked up Jeremy Langford although he wasn't that great he was decent for the Bears he's mm-hmm. a decent starting running back you have Buck Allen there you have Terrence West then Michael Campanero they're talking about possibly getting carries there's options there I if I had to pick any of them I'm probably taking a shot on Buck Allen 
Definitely. I all, but the thing is, it's not that far above West. I, yeah, I don't know why. I, I, I like think I would rather Terrence take West. West, to be honest with you. Because he's, he's got the touchdown upside. He's got the touchdown upside. Um, I lean lean a little bit towards Buck, um, but it's not it's not that far off. I do like West. Yeah. It's the same situation with the Patriots' backfield. I'd rather have Gillisley because he has the touchdown upside. I, I took James White in the bet. That's, um, we're on the same page. It's... What are you going to do? It's preference here. Ad, who are you taking? You said Buck? I said Buck, just because PPR, he has more upside, I think, than West. Speaking of uh, Ravens' backfield. Speaking of Ravens' backfield, um, another career that I personally injured um, and destroyed was Kenneth Dixon. Um, So I recently made a trade for him. Um, I was very happy with the trade at the time. I got rid of a late first um, and picked up Kenny Dixon and Kenny Drake, which which is fine. They both have upside. Kenny Dixon ended up getting two days added on to his suspension. So we don't know for sure, but he had the four-game PED suspension. Then he tore his ACL. So if I'm Kenny Dixon, I'm in the NFL, I'm bored, I'm not practicing, there's weed around me. Smoke a little ganja. He probably takes a hit and gets randomly drug tested. And that's most likely what happened. Mm -hmm. Unless he's taking more steroids to try to rehab and and recover faster, which is also a possibility. It said it wasn't PEDs, though. So I'm I'm assuming the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I obviously don't want to slander anyone's name, but that's my guess. I did read that they those six games do count while he's on IR. So he. Sh- oh, oh really? really? Yeah, I oh, did read cool. that. So he should be back by 2018. But I also read that like players that are suspended like more than once don't ever pan out or come back to play. I mean, granted, like Martinez <laughs> Bryant is probably the outlier. Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon is a good example. Great example. I think Martavis Bryant is the only one that's ever done it. I, I don't know of anyone else that's ever done that. Well, I feel like the, these suspensions are like they're all recent. Like I'm so like before 2010, who was getting these suspensions? I can't remember. I'm sure there yeah, were some know. though. Um, who was the running back for the Miami Dolphins? Oh, uh, Ricky Williams. Ricky I mean, well, he was oh, he was yeah, Ricky. That was a ridiculous situation. He left the NFL to go on like a pilgrimage and then came back. <laughs> like that's just a completely different. Story. I used to have his Miami and Saints jerseys back in the day. Well, the, big the, Ricky Williams. Fan. What was it? This was it. The the Saints literally traded every pick in the draft that they had that year for Ricky Williams. Every single pick that they had that year to trade up and take Ricky Williams. I think it, it was at two. I, I don't know if it was one or two, but they traded Probably every pick they had in the draft. Yeah, Ricky Williams is a stud. I mean, he was ridiculous coming yeah, out of Texas. He was so game. good. Everyone loved Ricky Williams. But, but yeah, every pick in the draft. Yeah, it's. I mean, it sucks about Dixon. I, there's nothing you can do with Stash. I'm no, that, that's honestly, I took a shot. But I, yeah. I, so I knew there was a risk, obviously coming in. I, I took the upside shot, and that's because the way my team is structured, I need to take those shots. I can't continue to rely on random Robert Turbans to keep me out of last place. I need to take at some point upside shots, and that's what I did. And unfortunately, it doesn't look like it's going to pan out. But what are you going to do? What are you going to? You do? never know. You never know. Um, so moving on to more upside shots. So we had one bet on the podcast. Which mm-hmm. is a great one. I'm very excited to see how it pans out. Another bet that we recently had that we didn't get a chance to discuss was within the Packers running backs. So the Packers running backs were actually discussing between Andrew Itzler and Matt Weyer, ironically because they both have one of these players. It's just straight up fantasy points. Who will do better, Aaron Jones or Jamal Williams? I, I personally think it's Jamal Williams. I think Jamal Williams has the inside track to, to take the job from Montgomery. It, not Not... Because Montgomery plays bad, I think if he gets injured or anything mm-hmm. like that, I think Williams is the next guy up. I'm, I'm a big Ty Montgomery fan. I, I like him a lot coming into the season. I just think Jamal Williams has the better shot to take over if if Montgomery gets hurt. 
I'm with you, but I could also see Aaron Jones breaking like an 80 yard touchdown run, and just taking like, the job. just taking the Robbie too. Like I don't know how much if Ty Montgomery stays healthy the whole season, and Aaron Jones breaks a 80 yard touchdown run, will Jamal Williams have more points than him? I still think so. That's a good point. Like I don't it, it, no, it's a great point. I still think so. Yeah. So you're saying Jones will be like the change of pig has a chance I, to actually break one. I think where... Jones will have like a fluky day, like a fluky punt return. Yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. something, something like you know, that. I, I don't. I don't hate that. No, you response. just told me. I was gonna go with Eric, not with you. I'm gonna take Jones in this. That's fine. I'm. I'm still staying strong with Jamal Williams. I like him a lot. You. I'm, I, I'm I love Jamal. He's, he's your boy. I love Jamal. He's literally Williams, your boy. But I think that'll happen. I don't know. No, that's fine. Uh, so there was a trade as well, um, involving Chad, which is great. Chad and Nick. Having a great conversation, um, mm-hmm. taking a break from nice and easy trade. That's that's what Super I love smooth. to hear. That's what yeah. I love to hear. Well, when you're in a relationship, things tend to go a little bit true. Smoothly. We are in a relationship. Yeah, pillow pillow talk. You just make a trade. That's yeah. how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like Would you like to tell everyone what the trade was? Sure. I uh, I gave Darren Sproles and Rob's 2019 second for James White. So I I'm happy with it. No, I, I, I don't hate the trade at all. I I like James White. I've tried to go out and get James White. I just wasn't willing to give what fam wanted um but like i said you you did what you set out to do you got rid of the you uh the age you got rid of a pick and you picked up youth that's going to produce mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. produced in game one i think he's a producer at the season i, I like james so white a lot yeah i mean white had the early down backs gillis had the goal line backs and burke had, had those occasional like wheel route passes that just didn't really connect week one but you kind of got a feel of what she didn't really know going in how that running back situation was going to be so td upside not there PPR upside possibly, but yeah, you get the early down, maybe he breaks one out, and then there's no goal line situation. But I would argue maybe the second is the most valuable part of the trade, but player wise, I'd rather have White. So I would maybe minorly lean Nick's side, but not by much. I, yeah. I still think White's the most valuable piece in that trade because if if I'm thinking what what who second was it? Robs. Robs. So you're assuming pick twenty. I, I would probably t- I would probably take James White between sixteen and twenty. I just don't know if I would have given up. A f- he didn't he go like super late in our draft, like in the fifth round. Didn't no, he? I thought he got kept. I thought Greg kept him or Fam kept no, him. No, Nick drafted Gillis like sixteen and then drafted White and like. Oh, he redrafted White. That might have been true. I think in like oh. the fourth or fifth round. Okay. So I I wouldn't trade a second for White. So that's I probably, why I just I viewed the second as the best I would, part. I, I yeah, mean, I did. So. I think I think I think him and Sproles, are going to have similar numbers this year. But one's like seven, eight years James younger. James like twenty six. Yeah. So like my rationale was. Sorry, he went thirty four. So I'm the third. Okay. I wanted to give. I don't want Darren Sproles going forward. This is probably his last year, so I needed to dump him. So my rationale was I traded a second for youth. It's not a terrible trade. I just no. would rather have the second over White. But I understand your point. No way. <laughs> yeah, it was ten minutes. Come on. Whose fault is this? Okay, don't set it exactly for 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, to. totally. I won't. Yeah, We totally. have to, because we're, we're almost done at this point. We're about to review the matchups, and then we're set. All right, we're just not, we not going to go over week one, then? No, we're definitely doing week one, man. All right, we're going to roll through it, like, really fast. <laughs> it's actually not that bad. It's going down smoother than I thought it would. No, but the thing is, it's going to be delayed, and it's going to hit us coming This is like when you do a power hour, and you don't realize how fast Exactly. That... Absolutely. All right, so let me... So I, I have them up as well. Um, so I think the the best matchup of the week and the one that we should really only talk about is me versus Kojak because I was able to actually accumulate <laughs> the n- number two <laughs> ranking of points this week. 
Am I going to say that I'm the best team in the league? Probably. How happy are you? I mean, in you a, have no idea. In you a week no where idea. all the top quarterbacks did nothing, you had I took Daddy advantage. had four for Erupted. you. Absolutely. Huge for you. Aguilar, third-year breakout. Well, so, so Aguilar, I love, obviously. And Baltimore D driving 25 was crazy. So, <laughs> so Baltimore D, though, is honestly. You would have beat him without Baltimore D. Yeah. So, Baltimore D, I did actually give credit to myself there because I, I had a feeling they were going to be a top five defense this year. I like Baltimore D a lot. Um, Aguilar was a fluke touchdown. That was a ridiculous play by Wentz, and he was just wide open. Yeah. Corey Coleman looked very good. And Corey then, Coleman looked great. And then Kojak from, uh, you know, we had him maybe seventh or eighth preseason. We acknowledged he gave away all of his top assets. Doesn't even put up 100 points. No. It was a very I, disappointing week. The issue, though, with Brandon, no one predicted Brandon Marshall to do that bad, especially with ODB out. I expected Brandon Marshall to put up at least 12. He put up one point. Yeah. Eric, you had four guys, not including defense and defensive players, that combined put up less than 11 points. Yeah, because I had Baltimore defense take over everything else. <laughs> like your de- well, that's also because you had Rawls got hurt, and then you couldn't play... Well, J- uh, Sims. I would have started Charles Sims. Yeah. Who, who would assume you would have put up seven points, which but is But good win for you. Got the that's upset, and that's a you. huge not-coming-last win, too. It's a oh, huge not-coming-last win. Absolutely. The next one I have up, the closest of the, the week was me versus you, Chad. It's, you know... Your, your defense won it for you. My I, my defense... It was a combination. My kicker put up 12, defense 18, Keekly 10, and Watt 15.5. My kicker put up 6, my defense put up 0, Shazier put up 5, and Kendrick's put up 5. So that was the difference. That's the difference right and there. And you said it yourself during the, the week. You hate to waste probably the best week you'll ever get from Hunt, <laughs> and maybe Hooper, too. Hooper broke off an 85... How does he... How does a man that size break off an 85-yard touchdown? No no one can catch him? Uh, that was amazing. Those two put up 68 points alone. Well, Austin, Austin Hooper was going top two in rookie drafts this year if you cut him. Um, he was a top two rookie. Uh, so we'll go, it no, went. No. So the rankings were Leonard Fournette, Austin Hooper, Dalvin Cook. Oh, so you, you oh sorry, Corey Davis, Dalvin so Cook. So you got to steal it for I mean, if he keeps playing like this, yeah. he is worth So that's what two. I'm saying. So I think the, I think the rankings were Fournette, Hooper, um, Davis, Cook. Uh, Mixon were the top but five. But to be actually. fair, you know, McCoy did well, Howard did well, Carr did well. It's not like I didn't put up any points and snake the win. 129 was like. I mean, the, I got to take advantage highest. of you yeah. losing Robinson, Henry getting no catches, and Crowder getting less than one point. No, you're right. But it, it was a weird week. Where it, was no a, one, it was a very weird where week. Where no one scored, and I put, the, I put up the third highest amount behind just behind Greg. So it's unfortunate you were the probably fourth or fifth. You would have beat. You know, half the, the league. majority of the league, yeah. But it was a weird, it was a weird week for sure. But then, well, we'll save that one for the last. So the next up, the next match I'm looking at here is I wanted this upset bad was uh, Rogers and and Josh. Josh, we we thought he had the chance with the upset. I thought he did. With DJ he went down, he definitely did. Um, and then the rest, you know, Rogers has a really good team. So he had Golden Tate putting up sixteen and a half. Dak did well. Even but how D, how, how often his, how often is Brady going to put up less than fifteen points? That was shocking. That, Obviously, Chiefs that's unfortunate. Great. And Duke Johnson yeah. was three, well below what he should be getting. I was surprised without Snead there. Ted Ginn doing do a little bit more, but you know, it is, it is weird because I do value IDPs, and you see when these teams lose. Yeah. Ogletree at four and a half, and Robertson at three. CJ Mosley had a pick pick for me. That was huge. Like, it was enormous. Those, it matters. It really does when those guys can give you 10. I don't expect 15 and a half, but Keekley is a 9 to 11 guy, and yeah. I hope Watt can be a 10, an 8 to 10 guy. 
Because it does did, matter in close matchups. I also did not realize how well Witten and Fleener did. Well, Witten had a touchdown. Yeah, yeah touchdown. they both 15 and 13 points respectively. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, Rodgers squeaked the week one win. We'll see how he continues without... He'd even play Hilton this game. Now that he did well, and we had five points. He, could, he couldn't have. It was he couldn't have played him, and that's going to be a continued issue with him, with Luck hurt, Will him can even play Hilton. And with DJ out, how's his lineup going to look up week two? But interesting, uh, you know, the champion gets he's a win. But he's fine, though. He, Fitzgerald is still on his bench with ten points. He's he's fine. Curtis Samuel will have a random eruption week. You know yeah. what will happen. He's too explosive not to. And the next one, and this is just quarterback, Duch and Rob. Dooch only wins by 13 with Dalton putting up 2.7 points. That's one you hate to see. That's it. If well, he, he had, threw four picks. If you have any other co- starting quarterback, I think he wins. I think they produce 15 Absolutely, points yeah. and he upsets Mike in the first week. And His defense had 28 points, Rob. Yeah. Rob Rob was projected to win. I didn't realize and that. He was projected and, to win by seven. Yeah. Ertz went off. It's because, and Mike, and Mike did win without ODB, so that is impressive. Uh huh. But I don't. Does he start? Thielen, does does wow. he start feeling without ODB out? That's a good That's, question. That actually, that was the same exact situation with me in a work league. And so I'm, I'm going to guess he does start feeling over Robbie Anderson. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, right. I, I'm assuming he does. Um, and also devastating that Woodhead goes down to IR. Well, after no, five dude, because he would have had Ajayi and Jaquiz Rogers too if the Hurricane wasn't there. Okay, so that's a good point. That's a good point. He probably so he would probably not got have saved started by the Hurricane. Yeah. But, but I, you also I, don't. You also don't know how much quiz would have put up. I think no matter RB1. what, you can't overcome two point seven points from your quarterback. No, not at all. Yeah, it's tough. That's why I rostered Daddy and Jameis. Um, next one, Matt Wire put up the the league high one thirty seven. Pretty impressive. That's a pretty good score. Almost one forty. Why, why is he sneaking up? Just that? I I wrote in the in the power ranking yeah. the first week a dark horse team that can win it. Absolutely. I, I'm not in love with either of his running backs, but they shut me up eighteen and twelve points respectively for Lamar Miller and, and Melvin Gordon. Matt Ryan did his thing. Um, Kenny Galladay, the rookie with two TDs, yep. that was a great pick by mm-hmm. him. Took you know that that you know what it was? Him. That was a guy who was getting the preseason hype that you hear about every year from every team. And you think and, he's going to fly? And you don't know who to believe. He's a he's a wide receiver three with two good wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Why why are you going to believe this hype? And you've been burned by it before. And then he goes and catches two TDs. I'm not going to say that he was my sleeper on one of the episodes, but he was my sleeper. He on was one everyone's episodes. sleeper. I mean, he he got more hype than anybody, and it was almost too much that I didn't trust it. Like you said, I don't, I, I thought it was going to flop. Not flop, but like you can't expect, expect 20, twenty-two. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you also couldn't have predicted Daddy to throw thirty-one points versus the Cardinals defense. No, and then you know, Tiz just has guys like that. Like Diggs is a great asset. But you can't have your tight end getting zero, and you know that very disappointed by Kelly. I think he was a amongst our group at least a good late sleeper running back you can get in your redraft leagues and just lays an egg in his first week. But you know, I think Tiz will rebound. Just he ran into wire on a really good week. I mean, not that Tiz would have beat many other teams, but you know, it was a weird week one. And the second to last. This one was never in question. Greg versus Ridge. Yeah, winning by 40. Winning by 40. Biggest deficit of the week. Ridge's team sucks. Kevin White's out. It's just... And he's getting nervous. He's trying to make trades. His his running backs did really well. Thompson at 14. He had that crazy touchdown. Yeah. And Fournette is the dude. But I, I, I could see Thompson putting up consistent 10 numbers all, all year long. I Thompson's love Thompson. not going to give you 14 at week to week. I, I think he's going to give you 10 points week to week. I don't from know a PPR point. I mean, I Corey Davis Thompson. is good. He gave you 10 points. He needs to, if he ever wants a chance to win, and Russell wasn't putting up nine is nothing. 
too. So, but the, the thing is, though, I don't even think Ridge needs to win this year. He has all the picks next year, plus what he did with Davis. Fournette. Oh, he has his own pick. But he wants Just to no avoid last. Yeah, no one wants to come in last. But so if you have at your own this pick. point, who cares? He he could be a powerhouse for the rest. No, of it's the, the punishment. You don't want to do the punishment. If, if I were him, I just... Trust me, you've never done it. it sucks. No, and I haven't. Then, I've somehow managed to squeak out of it. The final matchup, the upset in league history, possibly, Itzler over the... Def- not the the David slays Goliath. The best thing to ever happen in this uh, league. I can't believe it. Huge for our division. Get that game on... You know, that's, It's a competitive between me, Greg, and, and now Wire and Nick. It's a four-headed race. And any loss is huge. And, you know, me, Greg, and... and Matt got the win and Nick got the loss, but Whoa, such a weird week. Very weird week. Carson Renz puts up more points than Aaron Rodgers. Tyreek Hill goes for twenty five. <laughs> you got. I mean, this is, we saw it Thursday night too. Nick has AJ Green, DeAndre Hopkins. They're going to put up the numbers, but you have to be a little worried about their situations this year. With Houston, can't even. I mean, he. Must, I, I feel like they had twenty sacks last night, and Dalton looks terrible. He hasn't thrown a single touchdown with two home games. I think of some sad that has been done since like yeah. the fifties or sixties. So, yeah, I mean, is ten and fifteen? Po- I mean, Hopkins had a touchdown, so is ten points good? Yeah, but do you want that from your like two stud RB uh, wide receiver ones? Probably not. It's not going to work in the playoffs. It's not going to work against top teams. He happened to run into Itzler, he beat him, but he has, he's got wire this week, and that matchup's going to be close just because his wide receivers didn't put up any touchdowns for him. So I actually, I actually have a question for both of you right now. So this was actually very interesting to me as I was just looking through Isla's roster. The trade that I made, so I obviously picked up Tyreek Hill last year off of a free agency, which is a great pickup for me. It's the only reason I voted last. At this point right now, so you're offered a trade. I don't I don't know what side you are, but you, you just pick a side. Mm-hmm. Do you take Tyreek Hill or do you take pick 15 and Nelson Aguilar? Pick 15. I'd rather have Foreman and Aguilar. So let's let's assume it's next year. So you don't know who you're getting. Um, I feel like the class next year isn't as deep, right? It's um, it actually is sneaky deep, but not as deep. Like I through through the third round for like my the team the right round, now. I don't love Hill, but he's a good flex player. I would like to have my flex over. I probably go Kyle Hill. So you go Hill. I, I know I, I don't hate that. I th- I think you're right. I think I take Tyreek Hill too. But I will look great the first year, and if you're right, and when him and Wentz is gonna have a little connection, cheers. It sucks. He was the number one guy on my board, dude. You're right. Over any veteran. <laughs> <laughs> um, was that shot five or four? Uh, four, I think. All right, so that's the week one matchup. So week two. I um, also want to give a shout out to me and Chad for going three 0 last week. I, you know, I was gonna say that, but uh, oh. so we're gonna, <laughs> so we're gonna go through our picks this week. I went one and two, and Chad and Eric went three zero. Very impressive. So we're not always gonna do. So I explain this to them. Maybe it wasn't it wasn't as clear, but we only did the first those three games because projection wise, they were close. So we we didn't all granted it's our once we all would have lost, but we didn't. You don't want to hear us all pick Nick definitively or not Greg definitively or whoever even me at the time. We mm-hmm. all picked me over Chad, even if there's upsets or whatever. We'd rather just go by why Yahoo's usually pretty accurate to to a point. So we'd rather just go over or pick the games that you know, are, are close in projection. But last last time we went over all the games, so only because it's my phone, my first matchup is me versus Itzler. Um, Itzler had Eifert already go and Cincinnati go. Below projections. I'm projected to win by 23. I am slightly nervous because I don't know what Colonel Williams is going to get me. 
I'm nervous about the Tyreek. I mean, the Tariq Cohen effect. Oh, no. uh, so I'm just currently uh, reading a, a Roto World update about the Ravens could move on from Kenny Dixon. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> um, I think I should win. I think Dez always has a bad... I mean, Dez should have had a touchdown last week. So say what you want about Dez and his stock might be down. Dak, I mean, Dak should hit him twice in the end zone for touchdown. So I'm not jumping off a, you know, a bridge for him. I mean, any thoughts on this matchup? Any Anything to look at more than that? I mean, I, I said last week that Nick would blow Itzler out. Um, so I'm not going to say that you're going to blow him out. I think you'll win. But um, it could be closer than we think. Then moving on to, you know, a wider margin is Josh looking for redemption against the 1-0 second-place team, Eric Von Dunn. Projected within 20 points, but not close enough for us to pick. You got Winston back. Yep. Very excited um, about that. I'm, I'm actually, I think I'm going to start Winston. I think it's a better matchup with him versus Chicago than uh, Daddy versus the Giants, to be honest. I would agree. I mean, but this, yeah, I said got, I said the same thing last week. You uh, got Sims in yeah. there. I mean, on paper, his team's a lot better. Well, absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. But you Putting never Cooper Cup in there now too after a great week last Ooh, week. I, I like that. I That's, mean, it's basically the battle: Watkins versus Cup. That's it. Who's going to get more points in that offense? Probably Cup, but you don't know. So he subbed, He took Britt out. Who? Oh, he put in Cooper Cup for Britt. That was smart. Yeah, yeah. Britt Brit doesn't look good. No, um, I, I, honestly, I, honestly, Hugh Jackson has called him out multiple times. I know. I, you know, yeah. I mean, people. I told to take him. Like, they, people text me. He's like a late sleeper. I'm like, take any Britt. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I've told. I told people that as well. I just Absolutely. actually caught him in my other league for James White. Yeah. So did we, we, we caught him in our fan tracks league for Jermaine Curse. Yeah. So I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna, who does Dallas play? You know what? I might pick. No, maybe that's not enough. I was gonna say Zeke might not do well again. Actually, no. Denver's defensive line. I don't think is any good. I'm taking Josh. No, I'm take Josh. I mean, I I gotta ride the hot streak. Come on, I'm taking myself. Well, but this doesn't count. But respect your confidence. And then the last game we're not gonna pick will be another Greg. Greg gets ridged for week one, ranked fourteen. This won't even be close. And then he's got Tiz week two. Oh, sorry. I meant, I thought he was taking on Ridge. No, no, he played Ridge week one. Now he's got Tiz week two. I think he's projected the widest margin of anybody. This should be, this should be easy. I mean. I, I don't know. Maybe Kelly. I, I do. Back. I do think. I do think Tiz's team underperformed. Um, but I, I don't. Did. I don't know if it's enough to beat Greg. But Greg won. Yeah. So where I beat Chad by a predominantly balanced, uh, like heavy IDP. Yeah. Greg's team was very balanced. Yeah. yeah I'd Greg, rather I mean, win. Greg seems very good. Even though he only beat me by like 0.5 points, I'd rather win that way. Like everyone participated, rather than like what the hell am I going to get from Crowder and Henry every week? He, everyone, played mm-hmm. well for his team. Yeah. Didn't like exceed like I don't know. Well, Cooper did have a touchdown. He should have had more, multiple. But you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. That no one. one ex- you remember that one possession where they force fed him three times and he dropped yeah, all three. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so you know, Greg's team underperformed. No one exploded, but no one did really bad. So mm-hmm. that's a good sign for him. I think he should win this very handily. I'm gonna take Greg. Um, Tis throwing out Kaiser. Interesting. Really, it's not a bad move. He put up. It's 18, not a bad. He move. put up 18 points versus the Steelers D. It was good. Yeah, because Palmer's. He might not even have Palmer anymore. I think he dropped him. Yeah. All right, so given that there's closer projections this week, and I'm writing on a piece of paper so we don't forget, we will now pick our four matchups of the week. Or maybe maybe three, and then we'll determine which one's the matchup of the week. So the first one, projected within 10 points, is number one seed Matt Wire versus number nine, but number one in the power rankings, Nick. Now, Nick already had two people playing. Actually, so did Matt. Matt had one person playing, so... Green got 10. I had two. He got 10 out of his IDP. 
Oh, wow. That's huge. So yeah, they each had two guys go and pretty much get the same amount of points, 22 and a half, 21. But Nick's, you know, A.J. Green's is wide receiver one and Hopkins is really good. He underperformed good. and overperformed. Yeah. You know what's awesome? Aaron Rodgers versus Matt Ryan are actually playing each other. That's true. That is are. really cool. I'm trying to look at other mashups that, yeah, I, don't, I don't really don't know Miami's you know, run defense or Green Bay's. Well, that's that's the worst part is that Miami hasn't played a game yet. It's like I would love to have some projection, but we don't know. I mean, I would love to say Devontae Parkinson have two touchdowns from Jake Huller. We don't know that. Yeah, and you got to think, even if Galladay, Galladay regresses, Kelsey's got to do better than he did week one. Mm-hmm. But you would think that for Gronk, Yeah, too. but Gronk... I, he, I'm I'm down I'm I'm the same way as you because I know you're down on Gronk. I'm I just also, never I'm trust also him. Down He's on like Gronk. I own Des, but he does the same thing where there's some games where like where the fuck are you? And it's if I'm like, a betting man, I'm not betting against the Patriots this week. I think they're gonna come back with a vengeance this week. Yeah, but he's only got one Patriot versus. God, that's close. He's got Gillisley too. I know Nick's. Oh, he's is he starting this week? Mm-hmm. But those are both goal line guys. I mean, one person's gonna snake it over the other. Uh, and he's got Freeman. I'm gonna go. I mean, Dante Moncrief could also drop a zero. That's that's not out of the question. I'm gonna go Nick. I'm equally going Nick. I don't think Nick's gonna go on two. I'm I'm gonna go Nick as well. I didn't realize AJ and Hopkins had as much points as they did. I'm gonna I mean, go with Nick. I mean, the underperformed, but you can see by four for AJ and three for Hopkins. Yeah, but, but is but... Kelvin Benjamin really gonna get twelve points? Probably not. You don't know, but yeah, you're probably right. The next one, a little bit further away in points, but you got to respect Rodgers' roster enough to put this as a, as a marquee matchup for the division going forward, and just two of the top five teams in the league is is Rodgers versus Dooch. Projected within 13, but I think it'll end up being close to that, regardless of who wins. Crazy that it's 13 on Dooch's side. 13 on Dooch's side, but when you lose DJ, I mean, that crushes your projection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's probably absolutely. still not starting Hilton, and he's projected whether or not, you know he's not going to get 12, but that's 12 projection points. Not in Rogers' favor. Um, Dak's playing Denver. I think they have a better passing than running D. I think it's going to be a lot of Zeke that game. Roethlisberger's playing Minnesota. Yeah, that's not a good matchup either. AB is going to be covered by Xavier Rhodes. I think Thomas. We saw how uh, how badly Kansas City tore up the Patriots' D. Thomas can have a huge game, possibly against the Patriots' defense. Larry, I mean, the, you got to think they pepper Larry a lot because without David Johnson, they got if they're throwing the ball. Who they're going to throw it to? I think this all depends on if Beckham is is healthy. But he won without Beckham too. He's got, yeah, he's got I the, I don't I I'm just looking up the individual matchups straight up. So I, I'm I'm assuming right now Dak and Roethlisberger are wash just because they're playing great defenses. AB is going to outscore Michael Thomas. Thielen I think will outscore Fitzgerald. Uh, Le'Veon will outscore Montgomery. So that's one for Rodgers. I think uh, Ajayi McCaffrey or wash. I think Jimmy Graham outscores Witten. I think ODB outscores Tate. And then. Jaquiz and Crowell, I think, is a wash as well. I'm, I'm, I'm giving it to Douche. I think Douche okay. has more players that outperform Rodgers. I honestly, I think it's a risky start. And I don't know if anyone, if he, if Mike has anyone on Monday, but I think we can be seeing a Julio Jones type play from the Giants where they suit up ODB as a distraction. And I know I said that week one, yeah. And Josh's team didn't end up coming through, but I'm gonna take Rodgers. Because I think Michael Thomas explodes. I think it's going to be risky to play Beckham, and I think he's a possibility to have two points. And I do not think Bell will have, like, four points like he did last week. I think they'll feed him the rock. I think maybe it's a little message. Like, don't don't hold out on us, right? Like, we have no problem winning without you. They started you. running with Connor. And we have no problem going with James Connor. So, like, you know, buy in or enjoy the bench. We can win without you. I'm taking Rodgers as well. 
I'm going with Dooch here. I'm, I, I, I think Dooch is going to win. Second. Let's do, let's do two matchups and then we'll take the shot. Buy me some time. Just take the no, shot. Yeah, get it, yeah, just get it done. Yeah. And then we'll take one at the end just of the episode and we'll be done. <laughs> I, feel like our, I feel like our takes aren't getting as bad as we thought. They might be getting better. No, I think they might be getting better. I think I might be mumbling a little bit more. So that's the issue. I, I, articulation I, think, goes I down. think we're doing great. But at the same time, from a listener standpoint, we could be horrific. I could be throwing up on myself. The right. First Amendment or boobs? Boobs. Boobs. Definitely boobs. Yeah, come on. I mean, okay, we're gonna. I'm gonna I'll talk about that now. In- inappropriate <laughs> on national television, but I agree with him. He said he likes the First Amendment and boobs. Like, why is that a controversial? He's embracing it too. I love it. That's I not. Love everything I mean, about it. on the platform that he was on, it's like. The same thing. You can like farts, but you can't just do fart noises on TV. Like it's inappropriate. Like I get it. Like I get why he was pit. Like, but he should not be getting. What analogy is that? But no. But he just like I like boobs. Like he's allowed to like boobs, and he's saying like, why is that offense? Like why is that controversial? Like it's not. It's just where you did it. That like isn't appropriate. To what do if that. a girl was like, oh, I love like shredded abs? Uh, no, you're right. It's a double standard. Right. Yeah. That'd be totally acceptable. Well, that's not a private part. The, the the woman would have to be like, I love penis. Like that's that's I, and, 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 like it, all right, kidding right, aside, that's right. what you'd have what to say. What if a girl was like, oh, I love a guy with like a nice butt. But it wouldn't be on CNN. Yeah. But is that a private part? Is that the same thing? Technically, yes. Yeah. Technically, yes. No, I mean there is a double standard. I don't I don't get what makes him a pig. Like he likes like every guy likes boobs. Yeah. Every guy. Unless you're gay. Like boobs. So I actually had an awesome conversation with my boss today. My boss, he loves to talk. He's, he loves it, and it's awesome. And he play, he played baseball at Wake Forest, like was was good the whole nine. So we're talking about recruiting the whole nine, and we got into the internet age because he's a little bit older older than us. So he's like talking about like his junior year of college is when like the internet came in or something like mm-hmm. that. And he goes straight up to me, looks me in the eye. He goes, "What is the better internet invention? Is it fantasy sports or is it porn?" How do you answer that question? You can't. Mm, that's a tough question. It's the I, I looked at him in the eye. I was like, I cannot give you an answer. I think porn, because there's no... Porn f- is more mass appealing. No, no. I was going to say that... But for us, I don't know. There was always ways to do fantasy for free. You always had to pay for your porn before the internet. I mean, you could also have sex with someone. Well, yeah, but that's not porn. It, you could consider it porn, or you could watch. Like You don't have... No, after you have sex, you don't say, like, I had porn. It's not... Porn. Well, if someone's watching you have sex, you'd be like, oh, that was cool. I mean, yeah, you could literally go watch sex, I guess, but it's it was what's hard. What's the better internet invention? I don't know. I used to do fantasy baseball via, Manually? Pa- via paper. Really? When I was, like, first getting Are into fantasy 40? sports. <laughs> it was me and my me and my friend Jake. We were, like, that's like the, That's, like, the hardest sport to do manually. We went to the box score every day, and we had a full notebook of all the stats and the stat lines. What year was That's this? actually really cool. That's a, was, that's a, it's amazing. I'm just, I don't know. When was this? Had to have been like, oh six, oh seven. Okay, maybe. Because I know I know a broker that I used to work with actually does manual fantasy golf. That's cool. They do it on their own, like their own spreadsheets, the whole nine. It's very cool, but it's just so intense. That's crazy. And I remember one time it was me and him in the championship, and he's like, "Yeah, no, I wanted like I just did the math, whatever." And I was like, "Oh, cool. Like, you mind if I just like see the notebook because I want to like double check them?" Did you fucking change the numbers? He like missed something, and I ended up winning. And like there was like this big like fight and like I was like check the facts like I yeah, I yeah. won straight up. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you cheated. No, no, I didn't cheat. No, all right, good. I think yeah, he I did, thought that was gonna be. I think too. he just missed something, and he didn't notice it. And then I found it, and then he lost, and he 
It was not good, but... All right. Then moving on to our third matchup that we're going to pick for this for the week two will be Brunches with the Funches, Rob, versus Lawn and Skinny Rich. So we've been bashing Rich's team. He's 14th on the power ranking, abysmal week one, Kevin White injury, the whole nine. But projected within seven points at Rob after he's still inexplicably, not inexplicably, I guess you can't give up after week one, but Dalton again, underperforming, not even cracking 14 points, which is kind of impressive without a touchdown when you think about it. Yeah. Just not targeting A.J. Green in the second half. They already fired their offensive coordinator. But he had that go already. I mean, can, can Fournette? I mean, Ingram, I mean, Wilson probably bounces back and has a better game against San Francisco. Better than what he did the first week. He probably doesn't put up eight points again. But, you know, you got to like Cooks. you got to like Sanders against Dallas as a secondary as well. DeMarco Murray had a pretty uh, disappointing first game, but he is going against Jacksonville's defense. It's so interesting to me that Rob's not starting Tevin Coleman. Yeah, I thought that's like a guarantee. Well, I don't know what he did the first week, but I'd rather have him than Robert Woods. No, Ridge is starting Robert Woods. Yeah, Ridge is starting him. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I feel like this shouldn't be as close as it is. I feel like Rob's team is just so superior. It's infinitely better, yeah. It's it's just a matter that Andy Dalton didn't overperform, but the thing is, he only had four points. Yeah, I I think Rob still takes this one. Like I would choose Cooks over Davis. I would choose Sanders over Jackson. I would choose Mm -hmm. Murray over Thompson. Mm -hmm. I'll give him Fournette. I would choose Ertz over Ingram. Mm -hmm. I would choose Ingram over Woods. I would choose Matthews over Nelson. Yeah, I don't know why it's within seven. I'm trying to figure the big disparity. I guess it's quarterback. It's ten ten points different. That's yeah. really it. And then the Fournette's projected four over Perkins. And Murray, which versus, I think, Tom, Murray I th- versus Thompson. I do think Fournette will do four points better than Perkins, and I think it is possible Wilson does more than ten points. No, but him. I could also see Paul Perkins putting up four points. That's what I'm saying. I think Fournette could Yeah, be, absolutely. I'm saying, like, the two biggest... That'll be the two biggest things. How yeah. much does Russell Wilson outdo Dalton? And I think... Russell Fournette outdo Perkins. Yeah. yeah. And that could, yeah. that could lead Ridge to the win if all else is equal... But you could also have Deshaun Jackson have a 20-point week. You right. could easily have the 20-point right. week. Yeah, totally. And, you know, Murray for 15 points is high. I only had eight. Yeah. I, don't know how much. I really didn't see much of that game. I don't know how why, much Henry built into that. Why is J.J. Nelson projected 10.4? I don't know. Um, so, uh, isn't um, John Brown out? I mean, oh, he had, he had right, 12 he points the first game. Nelson. He caught touchdown, right? I think that had to be. I, it had think, to be it. I think Nelson's so boomer bust. Well, that's it. It's gonna... the same thing as Deshaun Jackson. I'm taking I'm taking Rob here. I don't think no. It's I'm, I'm taking I'm taking Rob too. I don't, I don't think it's that close. You know, I'm, I'm gonna say when we gotta go Rich make up. But it's only week two. I shouldn't have to make up room on you guys. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Rob. I don't feel good about it though. I'll go take Rob. Ridge. No, I'll go Rob. And the last matchup, the final matchup involving our own Chad Patterson is Chad versus Kojak within seven points. So Kojak, we already spoke about. Very disappointing week one with only 92 points. And then Chad should have, would have beat him and many other teams week one. It's not Kojak's fault he ran into a bus, though, man. It's true, but <laughs> um, it's, it, it is close. I mean, Cousins hasn't proven either the preseason or week one to be there yet. Martavis wasn't anything week one, and I just don't think you're going to get the same thing from Hunt and Hooper. But granted that, I feel like your your team's still better than Kojak. I'm trying to look at like obvious matchups. You know what I'm? You know what? I don't want to pick against you, but I'm only going to pick against you for one reason. What's that? And 
because the the reason why everyone loved below below Powell was because they thought the Jets were going to be down by 15 and 20 late in the fourth quarter, and he was going to get peppered. The game against Buffalo was pretty close, close and I don't man. think he was used as much as people thought he was going to be in the, the fourth quarter. They're playing Oakland this week. They're going to get obliterated, and I think that is where Powell is going to be the death of Chad, unfortunately. I so, also have Oakland D though to counteract. Oh, that helps. It helps. It helps. And I, I'm kind of leaning Kojak because I think both of you are going to pick Chad as well. But I got to I gotta pick, like, I got to find one matchup here. Yeah. And, and until Martavis proves, I know it's only been week one, but until he proves that he's going to be a constant producer for you, it's going to be hard for me to think that Hunt and Hooper are going to do that for you again. Because if, if Hunt has a pedestrian game, you put up maybe a, a hundred, right? If it's half of what he did, like 20 points is a pretty good game. Mm-hmm. And he had... 40-something, and you put up 100 points, and that's like nothing. And Kojak would have been within 8 points of you last week. So would have like 126. I'm saying, so Hunt had 40-something, right? So yeah. if he puts up a 20-point game, which you would have been like, hell yeah, Hunt, yeah. give me 20 points. Yeah, but also... You would have had 100 points. But my argument is Martavis isn't going to put up 3, and I don't think... He might, I, I, Mar- I don't think Martavis will put up 2. I'm, I'm waiting on that. I yeah. want to see what Bryant does. So I'm going to go with... Especially against Minnesota D. And I got Landry back, too. That's Land- true. Landry back's good. That's a good point. But you Because you also wouldn't have started Hooper, I think, if Bray played. But I'm going to go with Kojak. But I think it'll be close. I'm gonna take myself. I think they're you gonna figure it out this week. As a for as a like, I, if there's any matchup involving me, I'm picking every time. So, where's the liquor? It's here. It's right there. We're gonna finish the bottle right now. Um, Eric, it's it's really really tough. I'm I'm leaning towards Chad, but I think it's gonna be within a couple points. I think it's gonna be very very close. I'm still, I'm going to go Chad. I okay. just think it's gonna be within five. That's a real little different. So Eric, you went with Nick, Mike, Rob, Chad. Chad was Nick Rogers, Rob Chad, and I went Nick Rogers, Rob Kojak. So a little disparity. Everyone, the only unanimous one was Rob, which was probably the closest matchup, ironically. Yeah. But we just don't believe in the in the Riggio projections as much as no, not, Yahoo not does. So that'll do it for the episode. Yeah, and right, so honestly, we did we did very well composure wise. None of us will have the same record. No, and this is Next good. Week. This is good. I need to make up some ground. I can't really make up any ground on one individual person, but it's only week two. I'll pick my spots when... I'm saying. We have 13... Well, well, I'm going to have to let you two go first more often if I'm behind and then just go opposite of you two. That's fine. I can I can absolutely work with that. Should we do one last um, shot before we... Yeah, but let's off? let's talk about it first, though. Chad, would you like to hit everyone else with the, the social media? I want to bring up one interesting thing please first. Please do, please do. Totally unrelated to fantasy football or football in general. So okay. I'm excited. Uh, this is our 22nd episode. Okay. How many wins in a row have the Indians won? Ooh. 22. Coincidence? I don't think so. I think not. Jay Bruce, baby. <laughs> Woo! Um, what a great trade for Cleveland, by the way. Wait a minute. I literally just got a notification about the Indians. I think what they might did have they just do? lost. I, t- I wasn't even looking at my phone. Because I get these notifications. Yeah, they lost to the Royals. They lost, they lost to the Royals. <laughs> like immediately, as soon as I said immediately. that. Immediately, it's literally it literally says now still. That's, that's unbelievable. That's hilarious. Honestly, right. honestly, very happy with this. Get the loss out of the way now and build it back up for the playoffs. I don't know why you keep saying that. Because, what do you mean why? I'm a Cleveland. I'm a Cleveland fan. You know what? Everything goes I, wrong. You're so pessimistic. Every. Have you why seen what you happened? Go, Remember the 95 World Series where they literally brought the trophy and the cake into the locker room and they lost in, like, extra innings? Why do you want them to lose so they have a better outlook on October? It doesn't make any sense. Because I'm horrified. 
of peaking at the wrong. Baseball is all You're, about streaks. I'm horrified of peaking at the wrong peaking time. Not peaking at the wrong time. Peaking at the wrong time. I no, wish we I hear this. I hear the, the there's time. this argument in NBA too when the team gets too hot. Before, you know. I wish we you peaked like two lose weeks, three weeks. Later. We're not going to go on some savage loss. Streak. No, but I'm not. Say, I'm not saying that. I'm saying we probably still win the first round. But maybe second round. You just can't lose. go into the postseason being like we're untouchable. You need, you correct. Need, you need Thank that you. like correct. game of I'm, I can't think of the word, but like reflection to be like, all right, we're beatable. This is what we did wrong. Let's like refocus because like when you're winning, you're just everything's going so good. You don't you may you know overlook some of the. So you'd rather them. You would have rather them lost today. I would have rather them never had the streak. You, you you hear that all the time on ESPN. Like when a team has on a hot streak, it's like this yeah, is this absolutely. a good loss absolutely. for them. They they needed this like. To wake up. Yeah, oh, 100%. I don't know. If Mets won 22 in a row, I'm not rooting against them to, to lose. Well, I mean, obviously, I, 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 I want to see them win. I understand but... your point, but... But it depends where in the season. It's getting close to the postseason, so I kind of understand it. Correct. I, was, I want a World, a World Series would be awesome. Like, that's okay. what I would like. All right. Um, so I will close out with one final opening question, once again, not related to fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Do you select... You have one choice. Aubrey Plaza, Anna Kendrick. And know who those people are. Mm, that's really tough. It's not easy. Who probably was? Aubrey Plaza. I probably go Aubrey Plaza as well. Are these people? You don't know either of them? No. All right, so we'll discuss offline. But Aubrey they're Plaza's they're both sneaky smoke. Okay, no, okay, I know that. Aubrey yeah. Plaza, from, and then um, yeah, Anna Kendrick is pitch perfect. Pitch perfect girl. Oh, the redhead. I'm, I'm um, gonna go with Aubrey Plaza. Okay, no, it's a good guess. I'm um, April. It's but I think it's equal. I'm interested to see what the league thinks. Um, so once again, Chad, would you like to hit them with the Twitter before yeah, we take sorry. this last shot? It's at Elite Dynasty Pod. You already know what it is. And I'm, I'm actually very excited to look uh, at this upcoming Sunday. I'm actually going into jury duty on Monday. Nice. I plan on not being able to function in that place. The fact that they do not choose me because I am not <laughs> a capable human being. So going into that. a fantasy rap, too. And we'll have a fantasy recap, absolutely. No, so I wrote a fantasy rap. Oh, can we well, hear something? Maybe we'll no, record that some, one of these weeks. So it's What it is, I'm not going to be good at it if I do decide to record it. You need to know the song because I think... Personally, I think I did a good job, like parodying, parodying, Parod- yeah, making par- making parodying, a parody of, making sure. a parody yeah. of his actual lyrics, and relating it to fantasy. If you just look at the lyrics at themselves, it doesn't make any sense to I me mean, that they're gonna suck. But if you know the actual lyrics, I know that song way too well. It's a uh, Slim Jesus Drill Time. Mm, great song. Great song. Um, I think it's a decent remix. So maybe I'll record it. I would love to hear it's, it. It was a funny thing. I was actually so I was walking. Do you home know like, that song at all? No, I have no idea. I'm I'm sure I'm sure if I heard it, I would know what it is. Like but I he don't probably know it. Chad probably knows it second most to me, and I don't feel like you even know the lyrics. Like a lot of it, what I was parried. I don't know it as good as you. Yeah, I know it very well. No, I was just I just love the lines. I know that, that you're dropping. a fuck boy. You can't hang. You cannot hang. So maybe maybe we'll throw the the actual song out there. Let it let it soak into the group until they get the lyrics down. Then my rap will come out. I thought about downloading Logic tonight. I don't. It's a lot. It's a, the recording program. Uh, oh, I, totally I unrelated. Did you guys hear the new Foo Fighters album? I listened to like three songs. I was really into I um it. I, I didn't like listen it. to Sonic. I didn't listen to Sonic. They all sound the they, same. They've started yeah. to get generic for me. They yeah. really are so generic. Yeah, they're they're far from like the Monkey Wrench days. They're like more. I hate to see it. Well, it's the same thing. The, the, the best thing that happened to Nirvana was that Kurt Cobain died. That's it. Um, so that's gonna do it for this week's cool. edition of the Elite Dynasty Podcast. Um, we're gonna take this one last shot to end out the episode, and then we're going into Sunday. Um, Maybe with, we should uh, drink more often no on questions. air. I think we I did. Like re- we did I think we did relatively well. We'll let the, the viewer, the listeners decide. We will that. let the viewers decide. Uh, uh, cheers, everyone, and uh, have a great night. Look forward to Sunday. Peace. Later.